Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Mark chapter 1, verses 40 and following. We're even going to go into chapter 2 today. Both of these sections that I cover here are also covered, at least in part, in the book of Matthew in Daily Dose podcasts that we'd already done. This section, chapter 1, verses 40 through 45, is paralleled in Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. That's episode 486, if you want to go check that out. But let's look at it here in Mark. And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling, said, to him. If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once and said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone but go. Show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for proof to them. So up until this point in the text is basically covered in Matthew 8. And then it goes on and says this in Mark chapter 1 verse 45. But he went out and began to talk freely about it and to spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places and people were coming to him from every quarter. So this is our first exposure in the book of Mark to what we call the messianic secret. This is something that Jesus did earlier in his ministry when he did miracles. He told people, don't go tell anybody about this. Don't let anyone know that I've done this for you. Again, we talk about that a little bit in episode 486. However, this guy was so impacted by what Jesus says that he couldn't contain himself. He went out and told people, freely about what happened, and now Jesus can't go anywhere without being noticed, without being mobbed, and so he's staying in desolate places, but people are still coming to him. And this next section is a picture of what that looks like, Mark chapter 2, verses 1 and following. And when he returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So Jesus is living in Capernaum, and many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them, and they came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there, questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this. So this text is also largely paralleled in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. We covered that in episode 491. But the detail that is not in Matthew that is in Mark is the detail about his friends taking part of the roof off because they couldn't get to Jesus because of the crowd and lowering this paralytic down. This is one of the first Bible stories I remember learning. An amazing story. And before I ask a couple applications for us, let me dispel one thing that for sure is not taught by this parable. I've heard this text preached to suggest that because of the faith of the paralytic's friends, that's why the paralytic was forgiven. The idea being, it's a false idea by the way, that somehow my friends can receive forgiveness of sin because of my 
my faith, if I display it boldly enough, or if it's so, so strong on behalf of my friend. The Bible teaches the only way that we can be forgiven is if we personally have faith in Jesus Christ. There are no coattails in heaven. In other words, people don't get to heaven. They don't receive forgiveness because of somebody else's faith, somebody else's coattails that they hang on to. It says in this text and in the Matthew text that Jesus saw their faith and said to the guy, sons, your sins are forgiven. When it says their faith, you have to assume because the man's sins end up being forgiven that their includes not just his friends who are lowering him through the roof, but the paralytic himself. As sinners who are born enemies of God, disobedient to him at every turn, stained with sin to the core of our hearts, the only way that we can receive forgiveness for that sin, the only way we can receive righteousness and perfection that Christ alone lived, the only way we can receive the penalty for our sin paid is through personal faith in Christ. We might have faithful friends, we might have faithful parents, faithful grandma, but the faithfulness of those others doesn't affect the forgiveness that we receive. Faith in Christ is something each of us has to do to receive the benefits of faith. Now, a couple application questions from this story that might be good for us to consider. To what lengths are you or I willing to go so that a friend of ours who needs to see Jesus can see him? These guys carried their friend. They couldn't get to Jesus. They dug a hole in the roof. They lowered him down. And not only was the result the forgiveness of the man's sins, but the result was a story that was embedded in scripture for all time so we could be inspired by it 2,000 years later. There are people in our lives who desperately need Jesus. They need the forgiveness that he alone offers and the hope and the purpose that comes along with it, which many of us have received by God's grace. And now God has put us in their lives, perhaps, so that we can help them get to Jesus. Often that requires our time. It can require our resources. It can require us being inconvenienced. It can require us being in some messy situations. Does your child or friends of your child or a grandkid or friends of your grandkid a neighbor, a co-worker, the parents of some of your children or grandchildren's friends. Is there anybody in any of those categories who, if you think about it and pray a little bit, comes to mind as someone whose life you may have been placed in to help them get to Jesus? What do you think needs to happen next in that situation? A note, a phone call, an invitation, a conversation at the next basketball game you're at together? Lord, help us to be intentional with the connections that you have given us so that we can be part of the work that you're doing in people's lives with whom we have influence. Thank you for the example of these friends of this paralytic man. And by your spirit, guide us into scenarios that are like it in our world so that your work in people's lives may be on display and so that people will be in awe of who you are. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast which has aired on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting christians special thanks to our 2022 daily dose sponsor the family leader god designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit 
from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.